everybody, and welcome to Thrallers. Uh, I'm joined, actually, in person for a very first time in a very long time with uh, Chris Ronalds. How you doing, Chris? Back in the studio. Yeah, back... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> back in the car in the car park of Stony Creek, where, where we belong. <laughs> uh, how you been? Yeah, awesome. Uh, salty to um, just get done in a, a little round of doubles, a little round of glow we just had, but uh, I'm uh, very good. Yeah, nice. What? Uh, who'd you get rolled by? Oh, some some mad cat who's coming off some form uh, in Bendigo. Uh, yeah, you're none other than yourself. Yeah, a big minus ten. Minus ten with two bogeys. I was just I was slinging them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hitting parts from everywhere as standard. Minus three. You were <laughs> minus three through ten. We don't have to. Have minus to worry three through ten, <laughs> and then just uh, just a cool seven in a row. Big, big. <laughs> Equal PB. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we played the uh, permitted stony layout, is that correct? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone from the council is listening, yeah, we definitely played the permitted stony layout. We would never, ever play the very fun old layout that no one's allowed to play anymore. That would be dangerous and unsafe, even in the dark when no one's here. <laughs> it's so dangerous. We would never do that. Uh, Joel came in with a minus uh, five, and I managed to cool minus nine. Big. Big in the end. Yeah. Nice, nice little battle. Whole... 16, got us. Birdie for me, bogey for you, went flip-flop. Bang, yes please. Yeah, dirty roll away on the uh, treacherous basket on the hill. Nice. And I got my first ever birdie on hole 17. From about 17 metres. <laughs> yeah, it was so far. Sick part. <laughs> I've ne- I never ever birdied before that. And then uh, I finally laced the gap and it yeah didn't, it just went straight. And I was like, okay, well, never mind. But bang, somehow it was just on. So get around me. Uh, I can. I'll be leading the charge in the street league this weekend. Ah, I think so. And I also worth mentioning, a minus ten with two bogeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll put that out there. Yeah, that, good <laughs> shooting. Good, good shooting. Shoot. A lot of birdies. I like yeah. that. Uh, a lot of birdies in Melton on the weekend. Uh, I have. I didn't make it because I am allergic to um, social days. <laughs> Um, so I haven't been to one in quite some time, but uh, you were there. What, how did it shape out in Melton? Yeah, I uh, played probably my first ever 10.30 uh, social day because um, the Melton had a couple of things going on at once. and We had to set up at the library to run a little clinic on. Uh, they've got a festival out of Melton at the moment, uh, spring into spring. And, uh, spring into spring? Yeah. Is that what they call it? Uh, I made that up. Oh. It's, it's like the festival burning, yeah, but okay. they should have called it spring into spring. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just doing some putting at the library uh, in town at nine o'clock, and then yeah, down for the ten thirty round. Uh, yeah, there was some uh, hot scores. Uh, no Mark Hardy minus twelves though. No, no, he was there. What did he shoot? Uh, he managed a minus four. <sighs> Not so ideal. Not so ideal. Not so ideal. Um, but just again, uh, James Honeyman coming in with the best score, four strokes shy of Mark Hardy's minus twelve. Uh, James with a lovely minus eight. Yeah, big. Couple bogeys in there as well. Very good round by Honey Man. Uh, and then uh, Penn, yourself, and uh, Aaron Picanti Beans all on Neg 6. Yeah. How did uh, how did the Neg 6 feel? <laughs> uh, it felt like about 900 rated golf, and that's about how it came in. I just uh, couldn't get going. Uh, not like one birdie on the front nine. Uh, me and David Heath, same amount of birdies on the front nine. Um, I mean... Also, um, Ash Wiedner, same amount of birdies, same amount of birdies. on the front nine. Yeah, you're all about similar skill level, yeah. I would have thought. Oh, I, I, Ash has got me measured, but I'd like to take David down most weeks. Yeah. 
anyway, not not to be not what to be done. Start with seven pars, eight pars. What yeah, hole yeah. you start on? Eighteen. Yeah, start on eighteen. So seven pars. Yeah. Big. Yeah. Well, he still kicked my PB. My PB is <laughs> negative too. He still kicked the shit out of that. But uh, yeah, in good company there with Aaron and uh, and Penn, a couple of Melton boys that yeah. are there all the time. And then uh, a bit of a disappointing ones there from Hardy, Sam, Tim, and Maddie. Yeah, couldn't get going. Um, yeah, t- yeah, yeah. They, I played with Tim. He couldn't get going. Um, Maddie, Maddie had a Maddie round, um, <laughs> as only Maddie can do. Uh, Div B though. I'm saying uh, so. Before we go too far past Maddie, I'm saying a seven on seventeen. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> what can you say? All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the shortest par four in Australia. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> And I, I don't think there's any OB to be had. So, I don't nice. know. Very nice. Don't good, know. Good job, Matty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what's this other seven you're seeing? Um, minus seven. Brett Bobridge. Huge. Huge. Uh, he um, basically lives in Melton now, I, it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. He seems to frequent the joint uh, fairly often. Um, but that, I have to think, is his PB. Oh, yeah, I would hope so. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Two bogeys as well. So just slinging casual half the holes that you just birdie. Yeah. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah, very nice there, Brett. And uh, Kyle with a nice round too. Neg four, not too far behind him. Coming in second in uh, Div B. So, yeah, well done there, Kyle. He jinxed me. Why did he do? Yeah, because obviously we gave him grief about 20 podcasts ago about going birdie free somewhere. And he's like, oh, here we go, Chris is here. Like, oh, watch me go birdie free again. And then I just opened up with those seven pars. I'm like, far out. I'm going to go birdie free, yeah? It's all because Kyle made that comment. Nice. Well, he tried to bring it down, but you still got him in the end. So that's all right. (laughs) And uh, Chu Tran taking out uh, Div C with the neg two. Pretty comfortable victory for him there. No, No crazy smokies in Div X like we sometimes have as well. So... But good to see some DivX crew down in uh, Melton. Uh, yeah. New courses grow the sport. Mm. New courses grow the sport. There's no denying that. Uh, we're pretty cool when uh, Bicentennial uh, gets in the ground. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, we'll have a whole host of other new faces that uh, we won't be able to pronounce any of their names. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's it. Uh, who was the... Uh, oh, of course, Brett was the handicap winner. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chuba, yeah, Philip Hall in third place. Uh, obviously a hot round by uh, by Philip, so that's good. And I'm stoked because I, um, I didn't come last in the handicap two <laughs> weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, I, nice. I, I got second last. We better name and shame then. Who's uh, who's last in the handicap? Uh, well, that's Aaron Ponadurudur. Yeah. <laughs> Melton local, so he's got uh, he's got no excuses there. He's got to be better than that. I know this. That Aaron's on a uh, Melton. Isn't local. he? Oh, okay. No, I don't think so. I don't know where Aaron that Aaron lives. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Never yeah. mind then. He's yeah. got some excuses, but yeah, um, yeah you're lucky. That's uh, <laughs> could could have been a scary one. Uh, so we had uh, some other disc golfers played on the weekend over in the states. Some uh, some pretty good disc golf actually. Uh, we we had some tips on it. We're fucking we know our shit <laughs> yeah, in we disc do. golf. We're, yeah, we do. We're, there's a reason we have this. It's not just because we do it. Yeah. People trust our knowledge and our wisdom. Yes. Um, blindly. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> we we had some hot tips uh, and we had some absolute. You can't back these guys. Yeah. They will never win. They will never come close to winning. We said outside um, top 20. 
And or, I was going to leave that part out <laughs> because we were right. They didn't win. They didn't. <laughs> but uh, yours come pretty close. <laughs> you come close. Who did you? Who was your? Uh, they will not win. Don't tip them. I said AB. I said <laughs> AB's just not. He's not there yet. He's not ready. And. Uh, yeah, he was two shots short, so uh, turns out I was right by two strokes. <laughs> turns out you were right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, glad, glad uh, no one backed him. Yeah. Uh, I went for Simon, he was a bit more reasonable in what, 11? 11, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still only eight shots off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then our our hot tip to take it out, Ricky, um, got rolled by both of them mm-hmm. in 12th place. He did. <laughs> Definitely did. Luckily, we did better in FPO though. Yeah. We redeem ourselves in FPO. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, we knew Tatar would win, but um, yeah. old mate on who we tipped. <laughs> How did she go? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, DNF. Uh, uh, yeah, no, not seeing right. Uh, yeah, but at least she was playing terrible before she DNF'd. Uh, yeah, that's true. I just want to check. I have a funny feeling. Oh no, there was one other. I had for for ages there for the first three rounds. She was like the only DNF in mm. the entire field. Because we know this, FPOs do not DNF. No, they don't. Uh, there turned out to be one other in the end, two DNFs for the field. Yeah, okay, fair uh, enough. So that's that makes it a little bit better. Mm. But uh, yeah, Tatar stormed it. Canter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't even. Because she's, yeah, Gannon put up a bit of a fight, but yeah, <laughs> she's just way too good. And what for her, that is now four straight. Majors, I believe. I think so, yeah. She's yeah. going for the Grand Slam, for sure. Yeah, and then, uh, so she won the three this year, and she won whatever was, I think Worlds was the last event yep. last year. So they, she's four in a row, and yeah, she's probably, she, well, she, not probably, she's definitely going to win the US DGC, yeah, yeah. and she'll win all four this year, which is ridiculous. Did Paige ever take down a Grand Slam in her peak? Uh, she had to have. Yeah, but no she, one was even playing this golf yeah, then, sure. so she, yeah. she would have had to have, but yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so who got the W in the man if it wasn't um, our boy Ricky? Oh yeah, <laughs> we did it. We just <laughs> cruised right past him. This one guy. <laughs> I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, Isaac Robinson mm. uh, took it down pretty pretty casually. Like mm-hmm. it was kind of wide to wide type golf, um, especially the last couple of rounds. Uh, he just looks so good. The way he throws putters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got to watch most of it live. What about yourself? Uh, not so much. I had a bit of a busy weekend. I watched the last round for sure and sort of bits and pieces of, uh, of some of the others. But yeah, in the last round, he just was, I don't know, he just plays nice, straight, hits his lines, uh, doesn't try anything wild, just, just takes the easiest route you can get from tee to green, uh, and he's a good putter, and, uh, that, that does plenty for you. Yeah. Him and Evan Scott, um, in that last round was awesome. They both went four from four. Um, for the, to start the round, and the other lead card did not go four for four, and so <laughs> they were just going to race away from the pack. Um, but then step up to hole five, treacherous hole, um, and yeah, the pair of them both throwed OB, uh, and then and then it got interesting. Yeah. But but and it was cool, like the and the commentary did a good job, and Matty O was playing awesome, and AB was obviously playing awesome, and Eagle all on the chase card. Um, but yeah, Isaac kind of just. Walked it in. Yeah, cruising in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, like right when you said he sort of stuffed up, but then no one really took advantage of that. They all stuffed up as well. And then he's like, oh, okay, never mind. And then just went straight back to his birdie and ways. But yep. Matty O, what a tawny about Matty O. The guy fucking loves Worlds, man. Like, he's so good at Worlds. I don't know what it is, but 
uh, what are you, T4? T3. T3. There yeah. you go. Another podium finish. Yeah. It's probably like his fucking 100th podium finish or yeah. something like that at Worlds. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very impressive thing by him. He was just charging. He was hitting all these crazy putts in that final round. Yeah, big circle two hits. Um, and he's just like, yeah, he's obviously a shy kind of guy, but like he gets around it and yeah. he's got all these weird mannerisms and the crowd <laughs> get behind him and uh, he's good, so good for disc golf. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, you know, the longer he can stay at the top, uh, the better disc golf will be. Yep, nah, very much so. And then uh, Eagle had a pretty hot last two rounds as well, didn't he? Didn't he go course record, course record uh, or something? Yeah, he went minus 14 followed by minus 13. <laughs> yeah, not uh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty hot. Yeah. yeah uh, he had Fox dialed. You never, you're never really out of it when you can just throw the course record. Yeah. So that's the, that's the difference between Isaac is he's probably, he's like a hot, very good shooter, but he's not, he doesn't know that those extra three or four that your Eagles and your Paul McBeths and, and that uh, can't have. But he's probably not going to play as cold as, as they can. Like, as an AB, definitely can. So, yeah, um, yeah we're going to see plenty. I was plenty watching um, a little bit of Jomez, and they uh, were talking about, uh, you know, what will the hot round be of the final round after, obviously, Eagle did the 14. And, like, they walked into saying, like, oh, I guess someone's going to go, like, 16 or 17, <laughs> like... They're all out there, and then Yuli had to just pull them up, and he's like, "Hang on, hang on, hang on. Fourteen birdies is a lot of birdies. I think fourteen would be pretty hot. Yeah. Like, what are we actually saying here? Yeah, they're playing outrageous, but they're not going to shoot sixteen. Yeah. Down, surely. Nah, Yuli's Yuli's the man. He reigns them all in. They're all yeah. a bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I saw a very interesting stat today from um, Stat Mando. So the uh, MPO official rankings. Uh, I'm guessing that must be PDJ. World rankings, if they're official. Uh, Heimberg, number one. Gannon Burr, number two. And Isaac Robinson has moved into number three. Makes sense. They've all had monster years. Uh, but the interesting part about it is this is the first time, well, first week, where Ricky Wysocki or Paul McBeth are not in the top three since January of 2012. <laughs> 2012. Since one of those two hasn't been in the top three. So we're, we're definitely changing regards hard because Paul McBeth won the World Championship last year and Ricky was our tip to win it this year. Um, but it's it's definitely starting to swing and see some of these younger guys come and really just take that mantle and, and go on with it. So, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Take it or leave it. Hot take. They could never make the top three again. It could, yeah, it could definitely be. Like, it's, yeah. it's going to be so hard to yeah. do that from now on. So, that it'd be, yeah, it, it could be a situation where they, they might never, ever get back into the top yeah. three. Uh, they're getting older and injuries happen, and there's so many dudes that are just so good now. Yeah. Um, they're also just, like, incapable of touring as much. Like, Paul's done for the year. Um, Ricky's obviously got Lime. He's always in and out. Yeah. Paul's about to be a dad. Yeah. Like, is Paul done for the year? Yeah, that's oh, it. That's his wow. last event for the year. No USDGC. No USDGC. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's done for the year. Wow. No play. There's like a million dollars on the line yeah. in the Players' Championship no. at the end of the year. No. Just rich enough. Yeah. <laughs> he's wow. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah. Well, he definitely won't then. Yeah. Uh, all right. So even more exciting, I think, than Worlds is the. Uh, 
MSL 2023. Yes. The Melbourne Street League. Correct. I'm super hyped for this. The chat's been going off already. The banter. Uh, a few of these people that wouldn't normally get picked for teams are in teams and they're getting a bit around themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm enjoying that, so I had to maybe uh, dash a few little hopes in the chat. I I might have stomped on a couple of dreams, but uh, <laughs> that's what it's there for. But uh, it, I think it's really cool. I'm very excited for it. And uh, round one is this week. Huge. So who who are the teams? What are we what are we happen What are we dealing with? Yeah, yeah. Let's tell the listeners a little bit about what's going on. We had Battle of the Burps mm-hmm. because. Uh, Geelong know they can no longer win the Westgate Cup yes. so they will never compete again so we just decided don't worry about them we'll do our own thing we'll do our own thing so we've been doing our own thing and the Battle of the Burbs was a big success yeah a lot of fun and Daz in all his wisdom was like you know what it'd be good if we could have this on tap <laughs> <laughs> on tap that's good and so uh, b- b- comes along uh, Melbourne Street League and so there are four teams yep um, eight compete for each team, but there's you know ten to eleven selected in each team. Um, they go up against each other head head to head with some single matchups, some double matchups, and I'm right in saying that it's match play disc golf, yeah. Yes, yeah, exclusively match play. Awesome. Um, who what? Uh, who's head to head this week? Uh, oh, I just got away from that. I was trying to find the team so we can figure oh, out. I've who, got the teams. Oh, you got the team. So I go go through. Uh, Team one. All right. So, uh, team one with, um, I'm guessing, Mitch Evers as captain. captain yes. Their team name is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look at that. Possibly. Is there four teams? It can't be the swipe right. They, they must be the Warriors. They must be the Warriors. Yeah, they're the Warriors. All right. So, you've got uh, Leo Dykes, up and comer. Yeah. He's their big dog. He is their big dog. Uh, followed in by uh, Joel Payton. Yep. Sidearm extraordinaire. Uh, Oscar Felberg. Yep. Uh, Josh Smith, Kiwi himself. Um, big, he's in a big slot there. Coming in as yeah. a 9 2 1 golfer. Um, you know, we've said on the podcast before, used to be top three Australian disc golfer. Uh, I'm assuming this is uh, Jess. Yeah, Jess Castles. Yeah, Jess Castles. Martin Go, Mitch Evers, and some bench warmers in your dad. Tim Stevenson and Alex Evans. Yeah, that's um, that's a pretty top-heavy team. That's big. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not... So, was it Josh is technically the fourth guy on on that team. Who He's better than all the other third yeah. guys on all the other teams. And so. I'm doing some maths. I'm pretty sure he probably voted that team name in. Yeah. <laughs> Being the only Kiwi yeah, on the team. True. And they're called the Warriors. Josh has got some sway in that team. Josh has got some sway. All right. Be, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll leave our team to last because we've got the best name. Of course. Let's move across to the... Uh, Honey Badgers. Honey Badgers. Yeah, they're led by uh, the Bald Hill Bully, Aiden Howard. Uh, Ryan Deer, who's very handy himself. Mm-hmm. Tim Pollock, Glenn Maisie, James Honeyman, Baron Oil Tagua. Uh, ben Lou, Mike Spangenberg, Brett Bobridge, and uh, Dave Gannon. Oh, Dave Gannon coming off off the bench. Mm. It's not a that's not a bad bench they've it's, got there. Yeah, it's not a bad team overall. Like uh, yeah, Glenn very solid, Timmy solid. Yeah, honey, yeah, they're looking pretty good. Uh, Farron up and coming, Penn up and coming. 
This could be a, this could be a very dark horse take. Yeah, pen at eight six four. Yeah, it's a nine hundred rated golfer. Yeah. No All right, so then we have the Swipe Rights, uh, named after uh, Matty Buckets himself. Um, obviously, sitting at the top of that list is Daz, the uh, brainchild. That's not a word. <laughs> yeah, what kind of words? The father of the league. Thank you. Uh, followed by Chris Scott. Uh, the man that uh, wears pink socks, Jacob Cruden, Sam Stoyer, Lockie McKenzie, Thomas Jenka, Matty Farina. Then they've got um, Kyle Herbo, Peter Barry, and Ash Wiener. Yeah, I don't mind this team too. Obviously, Daz is uh, very good and Chris is, is very good. Uh, Jacob's a big miss. That's terrible, terrible drafting there by Matty Faz. I don't understand that one at all. Uh, but Stoyer's solid and... Uh, Lockie, Tom, and uh, oh, not so much, maybe. Lockie and Tom are rising rather than falling. So um, yeah, good, some good picks there. All right, but our 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 team. Yeah, with the, the best team name. Yeah. getting around. Two putt Shakur. <laughs> Get around us. Uh, we've got you leading the charge, uh, which could be dangerous because you may never play. <laughs> I may never play this event, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and then Brennan Venton, myself. Sam Barnett, Brett Zebel, Narada Guzman, because they only come in pairs. Uh, Tim Ware, and coming off the bench, we've got uh, Jonathan H., Johnny Martin, and Jason Widener. Jonathan H., well played. Oh, I was like, I'm not even... <laughs> we're so bad. I guess it's our thing to stuff up uh, last name, so we'll go for it. Jonathan uh, Hatlacruz. I, I would have gone with some German flavour. Oh, Hadelkruz? Yeah, Hadel, yeah, that'll right. be it. That's that'll, definitely it. That'll be it. <laughs> yeah. um, Old Hadels. Brett and Narada are charging. They uh, are. And have been playing some good disc golf. Um, unlucky to have me um, because I don't know how available I'll be. But um, those teams match up. This is going to be fun. Yeah. No, I like it. So besides us, obvious clear favourites, um, who do you like? Who, who's who's looking the best? Uh, it has to be the Warriors. Yeah, I think so. I think that, that top is just too strong. Yeah. So um, yeah, that is, that is a bit nerve wracking that one, but we'll yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it all shakes out. Yeah. But um, yeah, do we have uh, we got the week one matchup? Uh, no idea. We, is no. That, is that is something available on this? Group yeah, there? that's the one right there. You're looking at it. So yeah, who have we got? All right, so we got two Pachakura uh, versus the right swipes. So we've got basically Brennan Venton leading the charge there against uh, Dazza. Hot. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit undermanned on that one. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might be a late call up. You know, <laughs> I, I doubt it. <laughs> Let's be real. And the Warriors are taking on the Honey Badgers. Nice. So then we'll, we'll have Aiden trying to take on uh, Leo. A couple big young slingers. So that could be cool. Uh, that's at uh, Bald Hill. Correct. This Sunday, round one. Straight after social day. Nice. I think the. This has probably changed the landscape of our social days. It because has. I will be attending my first 10.30am social day <laughs> this weekend as well. Yeah. Um, I think that might end up becoming the most popular option. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. But, uh, yeah, no, it should be good fun. Would it be awkward if I rocked up for the 8 o'clock social day and then went home? <laughs> no. That'd be awkward. <laughs> oh, no, that'd be all right. Um, all right, I think I've got a... Uh, well, i got a sponsor, but I... It's a confusing one. Okay. It's a very confusing one. So, uh, it's two things, like two entities 
hit me up at the same time that they wanted to be together on this. Okay. Uh, and they asked me to put some... Uh, they just gave me a tagline, basically. Okay. So I, I really had not much time to put anything with it, but um, Wordle, mm-hmm. uh, which we play still frequently. Religiously. But for, for those... You might remember, it was a bit of a flush in the pan thing. It was the hottest game in the world, Wordle. You guess, five, you guess a word with five letters and you know, they tell you from the right spots and da da da. You get to the point. Uh, and uh, James Conrad. Uh, okay. They both messaged me together uh, and they said they want to be on the pod. They love what we're doing and uh, they want to be a sponsor. So we said, sure, we'll take, you know, we'll take it. Uh, what, do you, what, what do you want me to, to advertise? And uh, the only message I got back, so I guess this is the only thing I can really say, it just says, hey, we're still here. <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know what they mean by that. Um, hopefully you guys can figure that out at home. But um, yeah, Wordle and James Conrad, um, hey, we're still here. So um, mm, anyway. Excellent. Great to have him on board. Yeah. Um, I love that James's name is a five-letter uh, name. That's probably where they... Well, that could be the connection. That could be why they come together. Yeah, maybe he's their celebrity spokesman. Okay. Um, so, play Raider. Yes. We, uh, we just played around with Joel Payton, so how could we not? Exactly. How could we not jump into a rating? Yes. Especially when we both easily beat him. That's a, <laughs> that's a great, great time. Great time. Kick your eyes down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what, uh, what are we rating him on? So, we have our four categories. Uh, we know him off by heart now. Driving, putting, mental game, and card vibes. Yep. And uh, special category just for Joel. What have, what have we got? Well, I, like as we know, like he's playing the Melbourne Street League. He has mm-hmm. been out to a couple of league days. Yeah, he loves uh, this golf. Yeah. He's always playing. Uh, former, uh, should have been Australian champ. Yep. Um, uh, we're going to rate him on his ability to play PDJ events. Yep. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds great. Should be a strong category for him, I would think. Yes. Um, I'll kick us off with uh, driving. So, the man is, I would, number, he's in the top three, at least, definitely, sidearms in Melbourne. Oh. Um, yeah, Dave Perry is with him, and that's probably someone I'm not thinking of, so I'm not, yeah. But definitely top three, probably top two. Uh, and the backhand, it works, but it's, yeah, but I think that's definitely enough for me to give him... Uh, I think a four and a half because the the sidearm's just too good. He's a he can be a one angle power guy and he can mess around a little bit with a flip up and he'll do a little bit of the turnover, like the bit of the Annie one, um, if need be. But to have that one angle power, there's very very few people in Melbourne that have that. So I uh, I got to give it to him. I got to go four and a half. Yep, not nah, fair enough. Um, yeah, his sidearm. Uh, is a beast of a thing. For anyone that remembers OG Stoney, what used to play blind par four off the top of the hill um, down to the janky basket made by Oscar, I've seen him put it to circle's edge um, with a sidearm on that hole. And uh, like it's a two-throw hole. Yeah. And so the man can throw a sidearm. Um, I will go in with you as a 4.5, but I will use this platform to say that his backhand is at times awkward to watch. Yeah. So for someone who looks so smooth and fluid with his sidearm, 
he looks so stiff like a board when he throws a backhand. And I just, for a man that's been playing over 10 years, I don't know how he hasn't figured that part out. No, I love it. I think it's, a, I, I figured out what he, uh, what he does. I, I tried emulating it one day and it's not even too bad. Uh, instead of like doing a reach back or leaving the disc back, he basically just holds the disc out at full extension and then runs backwards towards the tee. But he launches them, so I, I, you know, I wasn't prepared to take a whole stroke off of that. But I do love that you pointed out that it's janky. <laughs> he's janky. <laughs> but still 4.5 because his sidearm's outrageous. Yeah, no, yeah. sounds good. All right, putting, what do you got for putting? Uh, tonight was not a good one for Joel. <laughs> no. He missed, he missed a lot of putts and he, he missed a few C1s, to be honest. Um, but he, he is also a good putter. And he's someone who... Um, he once described to me as he putts as if there's a bush in front of him. He's got a very much like a basketball putt. It's very up and down, but it works for him. And he's deadly from like circle two as well. Uh, the man can make a putt, but because he was crap tonight, I'm going to bring him down to a four. Oh, we'll bring down to a four. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I was... he's a good putter. Yeah, okay. I nearly said 3.5, but I'm a <laughs> stick with four. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I was definitely more on the uh, 3.5 lines. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just not remembering the, the, the Canadam sessions. Like, I just can't think in my head of him just absolutely slaying him. But um, we don't have a lot of real good putters in Melbourne though, do we though? No. (laughs) Um, I may as well just go four anyway because uh, your yours was rounding up to four. But uh, yeah, maybe this is on with you. We need the seven point five. But now nah, we'll give him uh, give him the four. He's done well there. He's nah, done well he there. Had. I was generous. Um, so card vibes. I'll uh, I'll go with that. Uh, I love playing with John. I think he's he's good fun. Uh, I'm gonna go. He'll probably keep me for this. I'm gonna go four point five. <laughs> I'm not going the full five. Uh, I, I do love playing with Joel, but we've yeah we've given out a lot of fives, and there's there's probably some names that if I had to pick, I'd I'd take just above. Uh, don't take that too harshly, Joel. I know you're not listening, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's never listened to an episode yeah. of this. But I'm going uh, four point five. He's not getting the the whole five for me. Uh, fair enough. I'm I'm also actually going to go four point five. No, there you go. So my reasons a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm giving Joel a four point five. Because I think my putting voting was too generous. So <laughs> I'm going to bring back a 0.5 and say 4.5. He's alleged to play with. And yeah, what, what's good. nice about playing with Joel is he's probably the non-Nuffy of our group. Like disc mm. golf Nuffy. Like we all friggin' froth it. We've got a podcast going. He, <laughs> he's never listened to it. Yeah. Like he's like... He's he has a life outside of disc golf, and like a lot of people we play disc golf with, simply don't. Yeah. Um. And so he's sometimes fun to play with. He yeah. brings a different perspective. <laughs> yeah. Now I definitely noticed like I was talking about a bunch like worlds and this and that in the street league, and then I was like, oh, I should probably talk about. It. So I was like, who's gonna win the footy? Like, <laughs> I was like, I should just talk about something different because Joel's. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. What about mental game? What do you got for him for mental game? Um, look. I opened by saying, um, in, when we're talking about Melbourne Street League, uh, one of the uh, historically should have been Australian champs. Mm. Uh, should it doesn't sound good. Should it does not sound good. This man was, you know, when Paddy Robinson first found disc golf, yeah. Paddy Robinson went home and thought about Joel Payton. 
Like, Joel Payton was the bee's knees yeah, yeah. of disc golf uh, 10 years ago. And uh, when we were, you know, a sport of about six people, the other five just could not froth Joel hard enough. There was talk of buying plane tickets to him to go play in the States. There was talks of, like, sponsoring him to travel Australia. Uh, and the man had known the game for about a month. Uh, and despite that, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that he never won an MA1 uh, Oz Champs and he never won a what used to be rec or like yeah, now yeah, MA4, MA4. Um, Oz Champs. So for that, I'm going to give him a three. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're way too identical today. We, we, we do identical a fair bit, but we're way too identical <laughs> today because, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there as well. Like, he's not a meltdown guy, but he's not, oh, I'm a fucking close-this-out guy either. So, um, yeah, no, nah, he's going to have to be a, a three from me. He does tell a good story about sleeping on a lead at one of the uh, Oz Champs. Um, and I say sleeping on a lead, he didn't sleep. Uh, <laughs> so, he gets a three. <laughs> so what are we at now? All right, so I see you've got Pity. Uh, so what are we at? Yeah, let's do some quick maths. Nine plus seven is 16. We're at 16. Yep. So a three, what did I get? Um, 19. Uh, yeah, a lot. I uh, three know. matches in with me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find uh, Joel on PDJ so we can see his events. But, <laughs> Please. Um, where, which tournament do you think I should click on that I have played this year that... <laughs> You might find him Where on. I can find his PDGA, do you think? The uh, Central Vic Classic? No. Nah. Nah, Big Wet? No. Nah. Melbourne Celebrates? Nah. The Bald Hill Open? Mm, no, nah, I don't think so. What about the uh, South Australian Open? Doubt it. Vic Open, he would have played that, yeah? A uh, big event? Don't yeah? think so. Nah. Yeah. Two heads, you get out of that? No. Golden City Classic? Don't think so. Oh, <laughs> okay. So the Stony Creek Summer League? Well, surely. Yeah, surely. <laughs> Um, oh, there he is. Oh, wicked. Nice. Yeah, he got a couple... Of, he got four rounds into the Stony, uh, Stony Creek Summer League. Nice. So, let's um, let's see what he's got on it there. Career events, nine. Okay. <laughs> how long, uh, how long has he been playing this goal? Well, well you can, you can just, count it at the top. Let's have the same amount of you, as you, yeah? Yes. Um, <laughs> you have 87 <laughs> career events. It's a bit of a... It's a market different difference there. Um, so, I don't know. He he has played events. So, I'm going to give him a one. A one? Yeah. He has. He has played events. He has and played in events. fairness, he played an event this year. Yeah, it was sort of. So, he does Stony deserve... Stony Creek was technically... <laughs> an event. PDJ event. So, he does deserve a one. So, nice. One. One. <laughs> Very good. 17. Still a good score. That is still a good score. Good, good disc golfer. Yeah. No surprise, he's second on the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. True. Second to the top on the Warriors. He's a good disc golfer. Very nice. All right, so let's uh, wrap this one up so we can go home. Uh, spotlight, not light. Yes. Have you got anything for us? You got a spotlight? Um, it has to go to Brett Bobridge. Huge. Yep. Yeah. Um, comfortable handicap winner um, with a cool handicap score of 31.83. Monster. Um, you know, he's an 800 rated golfer and he's, and he's played, you know, nine, he's yeah more than a hundred rating points. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. So Brett gets my spotlight for his minus seven at Melton. That sounds very good. Um, mine goes to Penn. I love the early work he's done with these graphs, putting the stats in, uh, really getting the chat fired up. I do love that. I, I am looking forward to 
all of the stats. Like, I cannot wait to see, you know, after three rounds, who's the only people to have no losses and this and that. Who hasn't had a win in any of their matchups? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm giving mine to, to Penn because, yeah, he, he, he sparked a bit in the chat. So, that's good. Nah, good. What about your not light? Uh, come back to me. I don't know if I have one. All right, I've got a solid one here. Um, let me just find where are the team captains. Uh, who the other team captains are? What? Matty Farina, uh, James Evers. Honeyman, and Mitch Evers. So collectively, I'm giving them the not light <laughs> because there is one media outlet and only one media outlet that's going to give any fucks about this <laughs> street league, and they're going to give a fuck ton of them. We're going to care so much about this, and all you morons allowed um, Sam Barnett to draft the two people that talk into this microphone onto the same team. The propaganda machine that is about to start is huge. There is no good publicity coming for any of the other teams, and that is just a massive mistake. It's a huge not light to the other three captains to, for allowing Chris and I to be on the same team. Ridiculous. Nice. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. I will. I'll back that up, and I'm going to go with uh, Sam Barnett. <laughs> yeah. Sam Barnett gets my not light for uh, in the draft, getting first pick and rolling with none other than myself. Um, you know, you've got. Daz to choose from, yeah. Leo Dykes to choose from. Um, I personally, I, I would have gone Leo or Ryan Deer. All right, uh, big, just a nice little clip to Daz there. <laughs> well, no, no, I just have to say my reason is, yeah. Daz is double dad Daz. <coughs> True. I am single dad Daz. Yeah. Like I don't know how available I'm going to be. I know Daz how Daz is going to play it. Yeah. Daz is going to play it like. This is a huge event I've organised. <laughs> Sorry, Ames, but like I'm, I'm, I'm committed. I'm yeah, yeah. committed to this. Yeah. And he can play it that way. I don't have that luxury. True. Uh, and best of luck to him if it comes off. But um, yeah, Leech, like there's got to be someone who's going to be available all, all ten weeks. And <laughs> that's who I would have gone with. Yeah. No, I'll do my best, Sammy. I'll do my best. Nice. Yeah. Well, if you don't, you're going to be bat not like for me in ten <laughs> weeks' time we'll, when we come there last in the. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the good thing about it is I think you probably only need to roll up to the last couple of weeks. There's four teams, so we automatically make finals. Sweet. <laughs> but let's we'll, we'll downplay that aspect yeah, yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, sweet. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. Well, it was uh, awesome to finally do this in person again. Yeah, there's the horn go. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you later. Peace out.